and welcome to the Be United podcast. Jamal, aka Papa Jaguan, is a renowned and creative photographer with a fantastic eye for capturing moments perfectly, powerfully, and creatively. Jamal has a unique talent of making anybody look absolutely sensational on camera. To find out more about Jamal's work, catch him on Instagram at, at Papa Jaguan. That's P A P A J g-u-n stay connected it's time to unite jamal thank you so much for being on the podcast today thanks for having me good to see you again yep so jamal was a photographer for the showreel and he took amazing pictures (laughs) making everybody look like superstars (laughs) you know thank you but that's that's your skill as a photographer so and what one other thing that i always note about you is that you're very fashionable like you always just are on point fashion Uh, forward all the way i think okay i I think so yeah is it obviously as a person you probably like that as well but yeah for my dad right so he was quite a yeah, fashionable gentleman. Yeah. I mean, my mom too, but my dad was really, you know, when I was young, my dad used to say, he used to teach me how to wear a tie. Because, you know, as a man, you, you should have a good tie, good, good shoes, and, you okay. know, so. And, um, <clears throat> and he changed his, his dress sense a lot. So, like, if he's going to the country club, you know, back, back in Africa, country club was like a, a big thing in that generation. Yeah. So, you know. He would dress up, he would look the part as well, you know, like right. tennis and this and, you know, chinos or safari rather, sorry. Yes. So I think I got it. And then obviously from, from, if you live in Africa, it doesn't matter if you're poor or rich, you know, we'll, we'll party mm. <laughs> and we'll dress up. Dressing up is a big thing in, back home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dressing, dressing up smartly or dressing up, yeah, is a big thing. Is that quite unique to Nigeria? specifically probably because i lived in the capital so right maybe yeah it's, it's almost like if you live in you know london or new york mm. you know, fashion is a big thing so i think in lagos yeah but culturally as well you know um, like if you go to nigeria every weekend everyone know everyone has got a party to go to it doesn't matter what level they are in society you know yeah we're, we're happy fun people so yeah i like i guess i like dressing up but I like to combine, that's the difference. It's not just brand names always. Yes. And then I like, yeah, I'm into brands, but I'm not completely into like, it has to work. It doesn't matter if this is expensive and if I don't like it, I'm mm. it you know. Totally. So it has, it, I like putting different things together. Yeah. Do you ever go to like the secondhand shops and try and yeah, find well, like hidden jackets, treasures? Secondhand jackets. Yeah, maybe. totally. Maybe not clothes, but jackets. I like to go and mm. the jackets, you know, because they're really cool. Colds jackets, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I have this vintage jacket from the 60s that uh-huh. somebody gave to me and I absolutely love it. It yeah. just, it's so classy and yeah. classic and timeless. Uh-huh. That's, 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 that's the thing right there, you know, the jackets from those times are really totally cool. you know it's hard to find that kind of design generally yes. right you know so if you go to places like that yeah they're yeah. difficult to find i think if <clears throat> someone gives it to you it's it's exactly. easier because once you go to the charity shops if they stock it it will be gone in yeah. like a few i mean hats are another thing that's that's been me since i don't know why i started it 
you know, but from 12 or 13 years, I just started um, collecting hats. You know, mm. where even like in a case like say in the morning you know like back home i don't know if you have it in your country where there's certain things they only sell in the morning at a certain time and if you miss it you have to wait till the next day it could be the vendor it could be a certain kind of breakfast so say my dad woke me up and said go and get me this or that first thing i'm doing is going to my bedroom looking for a hat but it had to be a particular hat mm. <laughs> you know whatever hat came to mind yeah and my dad be there are you not ready are you not ready and hats are they're literally part of like I even forget sometimes when I'm in those to take it off. I'm like, oh, take your hat off. Let me get that. Yeah. You know, it's probably messed my hair up a bit. But I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think a hat can really complete an outfit because if you have a really plain outfit on, like a plain t-shirt and a pair of jeans, yeah. a nice hat can really yeah. finish the look off. Hats are powerful. Yeah. In terms of making, yeah, they're powerful. I love them. I, I always, I've got loads. Yeah, I need to like loads. step up my hat game because I don't wear hats mainly because my hair is so thick. Yeah. And where when I wear my hair loose, it's difficult to wear a hat, especially if you're taking it off. Then you kind of have to keep it on for and the entire hat day. Rules as well. There are rules that come with hats, and this is for people that don't wear hats. And when I say don't wear hats, I don't mean they don't wear hats, but they're not into hats. You know, if you're in a public place, don't pull someone's hat. Off. It's like it's just right. wrong. Yeah. It's like literally, it's absolutely wrong to just go and grab it, you know. Um, because a real hat lover won't do that. Mm. But you can ask someone. There's nothing wrong in asking. You can yeah. compliment and say, "Can I try your hat?" And it's up to them to say yes or no. Yeah. I, I mean, now I've got, I've got just got a no, you know. Before I didn't mind. If people ask me for my hat, I'm like, yeah, try. It. But what happens is then they give it to one person, then the next person, and you're running after your hat, and all these people are just. Because you, you see a hat, someone that's not really into hats will wear a hat out. And an hour and a half later, where's your hat? Oh, it's with him or him. You're not hat really? People yeah, do that? Not, yeah, but they're not hat lovers. Oh, that's it. they're not hat lovers. That's so weird. Yeah, that's just because, you know, when they were leaving home, they wanted to wear it. They're not hat lovers. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> or if you are taking it off, you're putting it in a safe place. You're not just, right. it's not like you're just giving it to every everybody to wear, you know. Yeah, exactly. So the, the grabbing of hats, no, no, no. And yeah. it doesn't matter for me as a guy opposite sex it doesn't matter how beautiful you are you grab my hat i'm having a go at you man ask and then if i give you i give you if i don't if i don't yeah yeah exactly yeah. It, but it a happens hat, a lot a hat is such a personal thing i know i don't know why people think <laughs> that you want if someone's wearing a nice jacket you won't just go take that off right <laughs> you know you won't just do that yeah but I don't know why these people do it, you know, and, and I'm not having the excuse of I was drunk or whatever. Nah, nah. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't do it. Don't grab a hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, ask and you shall be given, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> common, common decency and yeah, exactly. know, just be polite about it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Easy. <laughs> so, um, speaking about Lagos, when last have you been back? Um, probably about, what, four? I'm planning to go this year, hopefully. Okay. I cool. went to go last year. My mom said, "No, please don't come. COVID, COVID." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so four years ago, I think, four years, four or five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And what's the nightlife like in Lagos? I mean, like I left Lagos when I was about what 16, 17, so I didn't really <clears throat> experience experience it. it in that sense. I mean, I did sneak into one or two places. Yeah. Um, the shrine, Fela Kuti, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, uh, and when I. One time before he passed away, when I traveled to Nigeria, I went to the shrine as well. But when we go now, funny enough, I don't really go to the clubs. I mean, I go just because I want to see what it's like. 
Yeah. But the clubs don't. In there's there's more interesting things to do than in the club. Mm. Um, obviously, it's hot as well. Remember, in hot countries, and you know. So what the nightlife that we enjoy is um, outdoors nightlife. There's loads of hotels that have big compounds and verandas, and oh, the music cool. is outside. In the, you know, so on the outside you have either live bands or DJ. But what you also have is um, food being cooked all night. Mm. All the grills, all the grills. Ooh, nice. You know. So we spend more time, and I think maybe that's to do with the heat, you know, and as good as air condition is, it's just not yeah. <laughs> breathing that air for too long, you True. know, it's just, it just does my head in sometimes, even when we're at home, put it off, I want normal fresh air. Yeah. So the nightlife for me is going to parties that are more outdoors, even though the bit, there's a building there, you know, and uh, yeah. that is really good, it's really interesting, it's nice. Yeah, yeah I like it, it's, Lagos is gone beautiful if you want to party there's loads of parties mm. like non-stop but yeah don't go into clubs i go to bars i don't mind bars yeah you know, go to bars um and then once or twice i go to the clubs but our club is a bit not the music obviously would be good but it's, it's a bit you know nigeria i don't know if it's like that all in africa it's more about who you are and what you are rather than mm. the experience of clubbing so you go into a club you know and you see people it's all about what bottles you're drinking and this oh, and, really? you know and big man so they're not really they would dance if they you know people would dance because you know oh we're all successful and all yeah you know if i'm going to the club i know i'm going to for the vibe yeah so i prefer the outdoor ones you know than the clubs i prefer the outdoor events and then the local jumps as well i like going to the local areas because it's mm. big fun there where you have like your bands your real life bands and um it might be a, a bad area but nothing will you know? yeah i i prefer that type of vibe as well yeah. um live music live music as opposed to being in a small yeah. dark sweaty yeah. club i mean the clubs are quite beautiful don't get me wrong there's loads of yeah. like we, clubs that even even we don't even have them here in terms of the interior and things right like but it almost feels like you're cheating yourself you, you just should go to the to the there's loads of you know dependent on the area yeah, yeah, there's loads of hotels that do outdoors. It's so interesting. Yeah, and in Nigeria, what you also have there's always football on. You have screens there, so some people are just mm. eating and all that, you know. And there will be a dancing. It's it's better outdoors. Yeah, in that totally. heat, it's, you're better outdoors. Man. Yeah, it's more fun for me. It reminds me of when I was in Bali once, and we had um, this big. Well, they hosted a beach party. Aha. Uh -huh. oh, exactly. That is the vibe. Exactly. Just That's so vibe. much fun. Yeah. And they were playing reggae music uh -huh. and it was just so freeing, just yeah. dancing barefoot and <laughs> nice weather. Yeah. That's the vibe. Outdoors, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go into a club because you want to experience it once or twice. Yeah, totally. You know, so do that. And it's, you know, you find it interesting, but. Um, and then it's as if there was. A, I remember we went to there's a place in Lagos called Victoria Island, which is like one of the best, you know, our main one of the Lagos places. And you walk into the club, and literally everyone there is there for business or what they can. It's mm. it's not club vibe. It's more who are you? Who am I? Yeah. You know, and um, there were a few um, or a good few escorts in there. Mm. You know, and. and that just kills it, man. Mm, yeah, <laughs> totally. It just kills it. That, that you're not getting the vibe. The outdoor one is better. I, I prefer yeah, the outdoor sure. one is better. Definitely. And you know, imagine you're just talking and you're eating 
You're like, hey, give me that, Tim. Give me that, Tim. Yeah. It's so, it's a vibe, man. So, um, you've been quite busy, right? With your photography. Yes. Pulling all nighters. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you deal with that, you know? with deadlines and deadlines, making yeah. sure that you meet those deadlines making and you know bal balancing <laughs> that with your family life and yeah. whatever else i mean like it, you want to be busy anyway especially based on the last one year everybody wants to be busy right now yeah you know? um deadlines i put myself in that position because with with deadlines you know what you're going into so someone has asked you we want you to do this shoot and we need it by so so date. Yeah. Basically, they're giving you maybe in terms of editing, maybe it's supposed to take a week or two, but they're telling you they want you to do a job that will take one week in two days. Yeah. So you're the one that said yes. Obviously, you've got an option to say yes or no. And when you say yes, then you have to do it. Yeah. So it doesn't involve sleepless nights, walking through. And luckily for me, I can stay up late. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so and then you you. you Especially if you like it, I think it's easier when. Look, I get different types of bookings. You get bookings where the person booking you is booking you based on your creativity, so they want you to, to shoot and edit the way you do it. Mm. Those are the best bookings, because then when you're editing, no matter how long, your the passion remains because mm. it's like what the way you want to edit. When it's like there's, then the standard editing where. You know, you're, you're not getting creative. You just have to do it. Yeah. Those ones might be a bit more, I don't want to say difficult, but they might be a bit more tiring because you're just going through the motion. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're just doing it because you've got a job. Mm. Money's coming in. But when you're booked for your own creativity, where you can do it anyhow, you know, like, so say they, say they taught you how to, in school, this is how you, you don't, when it comes to contrast, you can't put more than two contrasts. When it comes to, say, vibrance or color you can't in terms of the slider they will teach you how much you can put in it but when you're doing it when you're creating you can put double in it but you like it like that then what you're hoping is there are people that also like it mm. you know so that's what i mean by creating your own style of, of doing something um so yeah the deadlines are good i've been busy and i've always wanted to be busy even pre pandemic i love when i'm busy because right. I, i'm also by character i can fall i fall out of um, i get bored quickly so there are times when i i know the reason i'm not working it's not because nobody wants to give me a job it's not i don't blame the world it's me i know it's because i've been, I've been sleeping i've been <laughs> partying i've been so when i'm in that zone because i walk in zones and sometimes that zone can last two months when i'm in a zone i can it's after after a couple of days i can feel it i'm in the zone i'm in the zone i take advantage because i don't know how long it's gonna last yeah. sometimes it might last for a whole month and i'm like and then yeah. a month after i'm like no way oh, just oh, finished uh, yeah finished. <laughs> like, i don't care i don't care so whenever i'm in the zone i'm happy because i'm like oh, you have to go with it i go with it yeah and i immerse myself in it I'm, and i'm doing it totally you know um and that's me my life generally i'm i think you know i've, I've always realized how i operate as a person Mm. Um, so yeah, you as a creative, it's night of late, and then off the pandemic, there's something happening where I think a lot of us had to dig deeper. A lot of us had to, you know, because there was nothing to do. And they said that of boredom comes creativity, isn't it? Mm. Um, 
So what the pandemic, the last, I have to admit that last year has been really surreal for me. Like literally so, and even though I've been doing photography for like a good while, I've been doing events for a good while, but, but the last year, based on the, what I did in lockdown, because I remember the initial lockdown, when it happened, you know, they, of course they gave us notice, but we couldn't, no one could have visualized exactly what we go through. For me, I lost all the music side of it. So I managed DJs, I, and I, I get bookings to bring DJs for other people. That went, mm-hmm. and I also do my own events, that went. And then even photography, because there's a, there's this issue I've got where I get booked to do a lot of events and food photography. It's money. That means you're a walking photographer. But what happens then is you get so much booking that you stop creating. Yeah. And you miss creating. So there's a period where I was still taking pictures for a year or two, but I literally was not doing any photo shoots. Right. right. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I need to create, but I didn't have the time because I'm getting all these good bookings and the money was good. But at the back of my head, yeah. I'm like, I need to go back. So what, what the lockdown did was now there's no more bookings. Mm. I now was able to start creating, but I only I think the only reason that happened was I remember two weeks into the lockdown, going through the disappointment of oh walks dried up uh, from the music side, the photography side, and I told myself, okay, you can't do anything about the music, but if there's one thing you can do, keep taking pictures. You've got a camera. Yes, everywhere was closed. You you can't call your makeup artists, your models, but you've got a camera. The world is yours literally totally. if you walked out of your house so i just started taking pictures so you know i don't know if you realize all the rainbows that stay popping up all over edinburgh on people's windows you know when they did the, yes yes that mm-hmm. the, the so you know the first lockdown everyone started walking isn't it we all started taking strolls and yeah doing i was doing three walks a day so i noticed all these pictures i'll show you and i was like wow some of them you could tell it was kids that made it and i was like someone has to document this this can't just go totally it can't just go to waste so for like i think three or four weeks i shot maybe about a thousand of them like look at all those now oh wow walking around edinburgh right walking around edinburgh taking all these pictures of different people that were putting some you could tell were kids yes i shot like maybe like this one and then I framed them. Every like I literally walked all around Edinburgh. And, and you I, just found those pictures on there. there. windows. So yeah. you know, because and the reason I did it was I felt like someone should document this. It shouldn't go to waste. So as I said, I told myself, you can still take pictures. And I'm happy that I and I'm happy that I thought about it and I followed up. Because yeah. one thing about me is I a lot of things come to my head and I don't follow up. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> you a lot of ideas before. <laughs> And I'll get one idea, and instead of following that up, another one will come, and another one will come. I'll be like, stop doing that. I'm like that Just, too. So I'm yeah. happy that when that thought ran through my head, so I, I literally will walk, it walks from here to, from, I used to walk miles for like two, three hours. Yeah. You know, like, because if you drove, you won't see it. You, you're, you're, you're driving too fast. Mm. So you had to walk. So I literally will walk some roads, nothing, and then I'll walk, you know, and then, after that, I did a few shoots with my daughters, like fashion shoots for them, meaning, oh, we, they can do their own makeup and that. And me, for me, I was doing light testing, some things mm. like that. And then I did some sunsets and sunrise. And then I did the um, the one with my daughter that blew up. Mm. But I think it started from when the moment I told myself, even though there's no work, 
your camera don't leave it mm. and what that and the reason that must have happened is because there's not there was nothing else for me to do so i had to now go back into creativity so yeah. there's one if as much as the lockdown had a lot of downside to it for me as a person as a photographer one of the upside was it made me go back to the reason i loved photography mm. and then i went back to creating and then off that is what everything that's happening now that's where yeah i would say it's come from and then my pictures with my daughter the i can't breathe um and then and then you're always thinking when is the next job coming in or when is the next person going to book me and i'll just wake up in the morning and i'll just see a text hi blah 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 <laughs> okay yes. and 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 the and when people send me messages i love your picture they're so nice that if people know how that makes you feel mm. when you create and someone is telling you they like what you do right i mean your friends tell you and your family tell you and, and you need that but when it's someone that doesn't have to tell you to make you feel good even you know and and that gives you more confidence because everybody doesn't matter how long you've been doing it we live on confidence <laughs> it's a weird thing that like, it doesn't matter if you've been doing it 10 years 20 years you lose confidence sometimes for whatever reason mm. it might be because you don't like the way you're editing or whatever so when so you need that confidence booster you know and even now i got a, i got a message yesterday from someone and i'll read it out without saying their name and i just got the message this is what while i was editing last night and the person just sent me a message saying hi i've been admiring your shoots recently I was wondering if you'd be up for shooting a new portrait for me. I've been using the same one for a while now. Do let me know how much and if you've got time. Mm. And just say that one day I've been admiring your pictures, even though two days ago someone told me. Every time you hear me, like, yes. yeah. You know, so um somehow, yeah, I know it's that because people like my work, but it's it's growing, the positive vibe, and another person looking, another person looking, and the book is and when you walk around but when i think when that thought runs through my head i try not to overthink it i just feel look whatever it will be will be it yeah. will happen you keep doing what you're doing another thing i've noticed is um when you're not putting work out there it's almost as if people have forgotten that you're there you know and then the minute right. i start putting because I, there was a period that I, I did take loads of pictures and my friends were like i know you've done based on our chat, I know you've done about six or seven shoots in the last three months, but you haven't posted any on Instagram mm. posts. And all oh, those pictures you showed me post it. Not because I didn't want to post it. Maybe I just didn't post it. And then I noticed when I start posting it, boom, 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 boom. Mm. So that's another thing I have to keep reminding myself. Precisely. That. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't have a social media presence, you don't exist. Yeah. You don't, yeah. <laughs> you Even need to those to that know you, they, exactly. they might forget and they need that service they might just forget or maybe right. it goes over their head but it's true that and so this because i do wonder when i'm posting because you wonder how people think about you oh it's always posting it's always showing up or yeah. this you, you never you know but if that's you know you i think yeah you, you're, you have to put your work out there but there's you a do. fear for artists as you know mm. you know like, i remember if, if you see when they're interviewing some musician, they'll be like, oh, it's been two years, you've not released an album. Mm. Um, how come you haven't released an album? Especially when they're talking to somebody that's very talented. Yeah. And they go, well, you know, I wrote, oh, I wrote this two years ago. You wrote it two years ago? Yes, why didn't you release it? I wasn't sure if anyone would like it. Mm. We're talking about superstars. And I used to wonder, I used to think, what? You know, it's, it's almost like hearing, say, Michael Jackson say that, or a, a top star. You don't yeah. think they go through, because of how successful they've been, mm. you don't think they will go through that kind of, but the, the, the fact of the matter is 
whatever you doesn't matter how many you've created when you've created it once you put it on, out there you're, you're putting yourself out there you're like yes. you know you're opening yourself to and sometimes you you're like oh god should i even me till today so mm. what and then i just be like ah just put it and then you put it out there people are like wow i like it so exactly it's, it's been good it's i have to but you have to put the work in and, and stay positive and but that's that's definitely part of being a creative sometimes a lot of what you do is unpaid yeah because you oh, yeah. have to you have to show through. people what you're capable of and then you also have to be adaptable and you need to show your audience like this is what i can do and i'm not just limited to one specific thing yeah and with what you said earlier about taking pictures of the art in windows yeah that's so cool because <laughs> I I haven't seen that yeah. um, I've on got social about media. Six, I posted quite a few of them then, and there's loads I haven't. But I took about two thousand, maybe. Really? Two, yeah, wow! I used to walk two, three hours a day, just walk around. Interesting, because I've noticed areas, them a lot. This is the amazing thing. So some areas you just see one or two. There's a part in there, in morning side. You know the main morning side road. Yeah. With the park, I'm walking. And if you're coming from Toll Cross, if you're walking up to Morning Side, just right after the park, the park will be on the left hand side. And there's like two or three hotels, I can't remember the names on the right hand side. For some reason, I just went, oh, let me go down that road. Mm. It was like heaven sent. Like literally, I walked on the, into this road. Yeah. And the things I saw, I was like, oh my, every house. I even saw Akuna Matata. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Like that that room yeah. literally was waiting for me. Mm. Like you know, and you get so that was because obviously I wasn't getting I was doing it out of the joy and yes. that but that was my payment when I when I mm. walk into a road and it, it was there, just waiting yeah. for me, you know. Um Yeah, so you just and then yes, you were saying them freelance because I think if you're freelance, it doesn't even matter what kind of business you are going to go through the motions where you're going to work for free totally. but you're putting things out there you're not getting paid but that is what you have to do you know that is you know if you're in, if you're into music and you hear musicians go yeah i've been i was, I was you know for two three four years you mm. can especially like apart from if you get employed by a, a big company you know you you have to put your work out there for mm. people to see and you have to keep putting it out there not just one work waiting for everyone to come and book it exactly you have to and even when i'm not um even now that i'm being paid i still i still i'm still creating you know i'm still yeah. like like creating i'm still collaborating because because you're you are getting paid i know you're not getting paid financially but you are like i did a shoot six seven months ago and i, I brought different creative people together that's how emma was um, um sims as well emma saw the video he did for me and she goes who was that so yeah. sims came on board uh, a makeup artist came on board obviously we had a stylist she did all the clothes we had models from different parts from the caribbean from five different parts of africa and we all came together and when i approached everyone first of all it was the the, the stylist chichi that i approached based on her I initially approached her to model and then I found that oh you do design as well mm. and then she showed me all these beautiful designs and then you start adding and adding and we all and I, I, I got the studio paid for the studio and all that and then we also got um, Nayesi to come with um, accessories and all that so none of us were paying each other yeah but we, we, were, we did get paid in terms of creativity and, mm. and out of that 
people have networked and people have someone else has seen their work and seen their work so exactly you know yeah and the thing is you can't wait for a paid project as a creative you have to keep on going because especially if you're passionate about it you're exactly not just doing it. yeah because at the end of the day if you just stop creating there's always going to be someone that's doing more than you yes that's probably going to get the paid gig because they have more to show yes i mean take for example like football how do people get spotted or scouted if that's the word it's because they went to the park every day for so many mm. years to play football yeah. and they played it because they loved it but they kept playing and playing the one that went as regularly as possible got someone saw yeah. him and went whoa look at that guy so it's the same thing you do you know you do have to go through that process and yeah you might feel like oh it's about time someone i get a job i understand that but you you do you have to keep creating to get found or to get and yeah. and then once you do and then there will come a period you'll get some jobs and then you won't get a job for a while collaborate as well because a yes. lot of people are scared to collaborate because maybe they don't want people to see their style or steal their style you know some yeah. people are that's them as a, their personality not just you know creative people have to support each other mm. if we don't support each other how do we expect the public to them yeah totally yeah so you have to support each other you have to work together you have to you know even now as i said i'm, I'm, I'm you know well I, I have been getting paid for a while but even now that i'm being paid i still collaborate i still see people on, on my instagram and i go oh you know what and i send yeah. them a message oh yeah if you don't mind let's work together one of these days i like your style i like what you do let's come together yeah and sometimes you meet people through collaboration. So maybe someone you're collaborating with brings someone else. Yeah. And now you're networking. Yeah. And that person says, hey, I need a photographer. Yeah. Could you come help then, me out? Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. So you need to be really open yeah, to network. You know. should definitely look into mentorship i know that creative edinburgh um does a mentorship program where you can get paired with a mentor in your industry that you're kind of so aiming to establish yourself in yeah and yeah i think Maybe. that um, these people, going people to can learn a lot from you intercultural intercultural yeah they, they send me yeah like we well, want to apply for this job this was like last year yeah. And it was something like that. And I was wondering, how did this woman, I mean, they follow me already and they like, and I was like, what yeah. made her think, you know, and I, so I sent them a message saying, you know, I don't have the qualifications for, because I was reading the, and she went, no, actually, but you've got certain set skills and those set skills yeah. might just transfer, you mm. know, transfer your set skills. So, but when I do it, I guess I do it unprepared. So I don't know what it will feel like. But again, also last year I got maybe just like, I don't know about two, three, four, maybe young people that go in touch with me through Instagram based on, on, on my pictures. And they'll be like, hi, they'll send me a message. Hi, I just want to say, um, I like your work. I'm, I'm an artist as well. And then maybe they'll ask me a question and mm. then I reply. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe you replied. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to reply. And then a few, and then there's one that used to go, so I do art. And I went to her page, right? And I liked what I saw, but she didn't see it. And mm. I think it's an age thing as well. We all went through it. 
and she would ask me a question like do you get um when you're doing a job do you feel like you leave it and you don't go to it for a while and then mm. and i went yes 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 and she went oh my god that's literally what happens to me and i thought there was something wrong with me and i went no there's nothing wrong with you that's what happens i, I would like to say everyone yeah maybe not everyone but that's what happens to most of us so i've kind of i've kind of then there was another guy that sent me music even though i wasn't into the kind of music he was he sent I wasn't into it 100%, hmm. but I could understand, maybe either it's because it's a generation thing, but I could see from his, the way he spoke and everything, I could see he was passionate about it. And I still gave him my advice. Like, like he went, oh yeah, oh, there was one young guy that came to me and goes, you know, I've, I've had um, success in my scene and I'm doing okay, but you know, I've got a problem. And I went, what? Well, you know, I've got more men, males that buy my music and that, and less girls, and I don't know what to do. I like the women to call. And I went, um, why don't you sing a, do a remix of an old school? And he went, what do you mean an old school? And I go, if, and I went, okay, I'm not going to go deep with you. And I'm also not going to mention what artist because I will probably be biased and choose. I went, so, but what I'll tell you, seven meter, you go to the 60s, I'll probably not say 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, go to the 90s. That was a good era. And I went, go and listen to how they did music in the 90s. And he went, uncle, that's old. I went, oh my God, I haven't even gone deep. The 90s is old. <laughs> okay. I went, anyway, this is my point. Then I told, I had to find a way to tell him the story. I went, you know, Biggie had, when Biggie came out, he had success in New York. He was known already, but you know, maybe, I don't know how much he was earning, but he was kind of known. And it's well documented that one day, uh, Puffy came in and said, they were in the studio and they gave him uh, Diana Ross's songs and they were rapping that. And Biggie and all the guys went, you know, they're like, what? Rapping? Like, everyone's going to laugh at me. You know, it's all in Diana Ross's song. But what gave him his big hits? Diana Ross, you know. Yeah. So this young guy, I went to him, what you need is some soul, you know, go to the 90s, look at how they remix. But what, whatever I told him, he came back to me and he said it worked. I was like, ah, mm. okay. But what, what we're basically just doing is you're just sharing your knowledge. Yes. And knowledge is about some knowledge you can learn at, at, a, at a, you know, you can learn two plus two from two yeah. years old. But some knowledge you, you can't, you either go through it or someone tells you. Mm. And some people don't have, maybe they don't have people around them that can give them that knowledge or yeah. know that knowledge. So I like it when people get in touch with me and they're young and they go in touch with me through Instagram and they're talking about their art. Mm. And they'll just ask me, it's just like the most simple question, but you know, but to them it's a big question because they yeah. don't know. So when you reply, I'm just replying like normal, like how I would just reply. And when I go, yeah, like that person that told me, yeah, I just leave my art and I feel bad. Like I'm more pushing myself. And this person was like 17, 18. And I'm look and I just replied, no, no, that's mm. the process. You're doing well. Okay, I, so they you're <laughs> mentoring then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So I did a few of that on Instagram and I'm like, look, anytime you've got a question, ask me. If you but I think I think that's a good thing. Um like on my Twitter page, I um sometimes open my profile to for academics to come to me for questions because oh. I have a master's. Okay. So I understand how to write an academic paper and what goes yeah. into research. And um writing academically is quite a skill and some people just need a little bit of help um in that. So I open my profile and I'll say if anybody has any questions, just come to me and I'll try yeah. and help you with a assignment question or, you know, take a few hours out of your day to help someone and it can make a huge difference to their life. Because we even doesn't matter what age you get, we all need it. 
absolutely we all did it but i can it's and it's easy to forget you know i i grew up with the family uncles aunties but it's easy to forget that some people don't have that and they need yeah. somebody to just and especially when you're creating as well and it's free because creating is so different to like you know if you want to be i don't know say you wanted to be even even in any aspect of life it's not just creating you know you, you might have gone and studied um and you got a degree saying i don't know knitting or ten, whatever you've got your degree and you're not getting any job mm. and then you need to speak to people that may be 10 years older than you and go i'm applying for work i'm not getting it what's going on and then they'll yeah. tell you and then you start blaming yourself for that. They'll say, no, no, I went through the same thing as yes. well. Everyone needs that, somebody to tell them. As far as you're getting up, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're getting up every day, you're doing this. This is the process of, you know, because that's why you hear some artists and the musicians and some make it when, how, how old was Adele when she made it? I don't know, what, 20? Yeah, she's pretty young, yeah. Was she really, was she not in I mean, I think she was, early 20s i I speak under correction or she could have been younger yeah younger or you see some artists they're 30 and they make and people go where have you been all these years well i'll be trying to make it and everyone's time is different yeah so i try and tell them that as far as you're putting the the normal walk in then it will happen but yeah but yeah it's yeah. yeah mentoring we all kind of i think just what about what you said is we all have different our times are different, yeah. right? And I think we live in an ageist society where now you have now, to do it now. Now, now, now. now if if now. you're 25 <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, have well, not made yeah. it, damn, yeah, you're yeah, old. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, 25 no, no. is still, yeah, it's young. still young. But I can understand if you're that age and you don't have that kind of support. Why you based on today's yes. why? So just reach out, you know, and there's some people you're going to reach out to, they don't reply. It's life. It happens. It, it might not feel nice. There's some photographers that I reach out to and they don't even reply. Right. It, yeah, I feel sad about it, but keep reaching out. There, there's people there that exactly. will still, that will respond. Because sometimes only a res, you know, and to those that don't respond back, respond back, man. Because sometimes. Exactly. Just, just, just respond. Because that helps. respond you do, does that one respond? I'm trying to remember a story, but I can't be. I can't remember, but I know someone that said, oh, you said something to me and, and that helped me, you know? So just, yeah. if people reach out to you and that's you, it's simple, just respond back. Or even not... like complimenting um, someone on their yeah, craft. Complimenting. And they just respond with a thank you, yeah. I appreciate that. There's it this, does make you feel yeah. like, oh, I'm acknowledged. There's this artist in London. I need to show you his pictures. This guy is amazing, right? And I have to thank this guy a lot because I don't know him personally. That's so cool. And the reason I'm saying this too is because I, I I reached out to another guy that I know of in London, and he does, he's into arts and all that, and he's like a journal. Uh, he he talks about so many people. Yes, I don't know him. Yes, I can understand that you will get if you're either famous, you get loads of people respond to. So you can't respond to everyone. I understand that. Yeah. You know, but this guy he actually read my message. It's not like I was I was coming like a crazy fan. I literally said, look. Because he does a lot of exhibitions, and I went to this guy through Instagram and I said, "Look, I'm going to, you know, this is what my pictures are doing. If you could just give me some advice." Yeah. It wasn't like I was saying, "Take me on." Do and the guy read it. They did, oh, okay, and then I sent him another one three months later, and I noticed he read it. Oh, okay, but this guy here, all right, I'll show you his work. He's so good at what he does. This guy, literally, right? And mm. This guy here is quite. He's really making it in his own scene, 
And every time I, I send this guy a message, he did this, um, there's so many he's done. That's the guy there. Um, he, and he's going big. I like the way he does his work, right? And every time I message this guy, I don't know it. This guy responds. And he, I literally, and if you know what that does when he responds, for me, even at this age. Yeah. Like, because what I'm asking him, you can tell from the message, I'm not saying, give me this or give me, you know, I'm just asking one or two questions. Yes. I feel. And when he responds to me, honestly, it just makes me, the, the response, he actually has helped me do yeah. what I'm looking for. So if you can, it's good to, especially just make if you time. see the message as well. Like if you, if you're someone that doesn't yes. open your messages and all that, That's I can understand story. that. It's a different story, you know, because some people probably get like a thousand a day. Yes. You can't respond. So I understand that. But if, if you see it and if you can, just that yeah. little thing to tell someone. Because if it, if it took you two seconds to read to the message, it, yeah. just reply. Yeah, just reply. Yeah. There's another guy that also that is on television. He does fame, Simon Frederick, and um, um, he's well known in the he does photography, and he did a series called "They've Got to Have Us." If you haven't watched it, actually, you should watch it. I'll send you a link. And he's quite big. He's been doing it. He do, he's done series on TV and all that. So when I say big, he might not be big in terms of fans, like yeah, but he's mm. he's big in the scene. Everyone and he's done loads. And I sent him a message one day, uh, and he replied. Right, I, I need, because I wanted to ask him about how do you go about doing this in terms of you know maybe put your pictures in certain places, and he did reply me, even though he didn't the answer I wanted I didn't get. That, yeah. but, the, but what he said was, "Hey, nice, thanks for getting in touch with me. Um, oh, your work is really nice. Look, at this moment now, I am like crazy, crazy, really busy. So if you don't mind, do you mind coming back to me maybe in two months' time and maybe yeah. I'll be able to." So even though he wasn't in a position to to assist in that sense, yeah. the fact that he still replied, said mm. a lot, and it still made me, and we haven't taken it further than that, but yeah. just see if, you know, so if you can, because it, it helps a lot if you can. Yeah, definitely. Everybody needs, it doesn't even matter what age, everybody, because it's all about levels. And when you want to go to the next level, sometimes you can, you, you can tell yourself how to get there. And sometimes you need somebody yeah. to just say something that say, yeah, this is how to do it. So, yeah, just to help you. Sometimes yeah, you just need like a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, that, and there's another young boy that, as I told you, he even sent me his song. He keeps sending me songs. And I have like, just send it. And, and even though his style, I mean, I, what I like is his passion. And I was like, nice yeah. one, keep going. And, yeah. and when he sees, he see, he see me once and he just called, hey, people, thank you very much. But what I'm even doing is, in my head, it's nothing. Yeah. Like I'm just, but to him, it's probably. It's everything. It's, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's exactly. probably everything, you know. Right. Just so, something so small to someone can be yeah. such a big thing to someone can, else. Yeah. So. And as I keep saying, if we creatives don't help each other, then why would yes, the normal public? Exactly. In, in the creative <laughs> industry, you need to be open to sharing. Yeah, we need and to. And you need to be open to learning. Yeah. Um, and be open to adapting. Yeah. And if we can't support ourselves, how do we expect people to... Because, yeah. you know, like, with, like if, you, if you say you want to be a doctor, you literally have to go and spend seven years and, and study. If you want to be an accountant, you literally have to go and get a degree to, to you know, if you want yeah. to be an engineer. Yes, at home, you can, as a young person, you can learn a little bit of engineering, but you have to go and study. So all those professions are regulated. You can't just yeah. get up tomorrow morning and say I'm a doctor. Yeah. Probably, even though there are quack doctors there, you know, but you can't. But with our, our ours is not that 
our own industry is more about freelance and putting in actually working for five years and not earning money to yeah. you know like you can't go and say as a doctor you can't go and go yeah so i would say i've been working as a doctor for five years now i'm a doctor no you have to go and study yes. so my point being that because of the way our profession is it's not regulated it's freelance we actually work for five years without any money before we get to a place so what we need to do is support each other yeah because if we don't exactly. we won't have that industry and why would people come and buy our shit yeah precisely that's the first time i swear oh <laughs> all good all good no no judging zone over here <laughs> up in here <laughs> absolutely but i like what you said you know collaborate be yeah. open to partnering yeah and you definitely it's a good feel as well and and do it at your own time don't feel yeah. pressured that doesn't mean you have to collaborate if you're busy you're busy you have to collaborate yeah. every week or every month but Especially it's when you're starting therapy. out. It's almost like, yeah. and even when you've started out, even mm. after starting, I mean, yeah. look at the big stars sometimes. They'll, you know, I'm talking Hollywood now, and they'll do a project, and they'll be interviewing, I'd say the project then blew up. Yeah. And they'll be interviewing them, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, we just got together, and we both had, we both found out, I've known him for years and years, and we both found out, oh, we've got a passion for this. And then we thought, oh, should we get the big brands? And these are big stars that can easily get the big brands, and they thought, no, they won't be interested. But yet they did it. No one was getting paid. And then it's become something or not something. Yeah. But you get a good feel being around your own peers. Why you should collaborate as well. It's an easier way to be around that creative energy. Mm. And around, because you can get inspiration from, you know, if you're, if you're a photographer, you're a writer, you're a this, you're a different set skills. And when you all come together mm. and you see how this person is and all this person that you, you, because ideally you're looking for someone to book you. So say you were looking for, you always want to be part of a photo shoot and you're not yet on the level where Vogue or any of these big brands will give you a job. Yeah. That still doesn't mean you can't do a photo shoot. All you need to do is go and speak to a makeup artist, speak to a stylist, speak mm. to a this. And then before you know it, you're having your own photo shoot. Now, it exactly. might not be on the level of the big brands. It's still a photo shoot and you're still mm. surrounded around your models, your this, your that. And then you can even get, you know what, let's get a painter, someone that can paint to come and do a back, backdrop. And then before... You, then you get that energy and you know how it feels. Exactly. And, and it's, it's therapy. It's nice. It's, it's natural. It's raw. So yeah. if you can collaborate, if you've got the time, just do it. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's a good feel factor. And then you go home and you're like, wow, wow. It is, especially <laughs> with the um, show reel we did at the Biscuit Factory. Yeah. That was such a great event. Because Honestly. I was so inspired by everybody that I spoke to and yeah. their creative yeah. output and input and just all how... those people that came, they easily could have said when you guys go in touch with them, they could have said, Oh, I'm too busy or I'm too yeah. this or I'm too that. I got the same buzz as well. And I think we every time hearing their own st- I, as I said, everyone had their own some were writers, some were poets, some were this, yeah. some were that. And even though I, I was taking pictures of that and I knew I was like you know, like every time they spoke and they talked, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And they recited their poems or they sang. And that is a good thing. That, that That's exactly. like, a, you know, like when you go clubbing and you have a great time and you're smiling for the next two Yes, <laughs> that energy. Yeah. yeah that. I was totally buzzing <laughs> yeah. after that weekend. But, you know, but this one is a natural buzz. This yeah. one is not because you went drinking. Exactly. Like that. This one is a healthy. Nat- yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is a natural yeah. one. You need it. You need so if you can't, even when you're even getting booked, you, it's it's a good thing. It's because you don't know where inspiration can come from and all that. Because yeah. it's not every time it comes from your head or from yeah, your sometimes soul. Sometimes it comes from other people. From other, yeah, it comes yeah. from you know, or when you're just sitting down talking to somebody and they're just telling their story. Oh my 
comes from mm. that you know it comes from yeah that. they always say no man's an island and it's uh-huh. very true you have to surround yourself with people yeah and um and i think especially during the lockdown we were isolated a lot yeah. you know we were only with our family or yeah. whoever we're living with or some people they were by themselves and that's why you know when we shot that we were sorry when we were filming on so that weekend good. it was so nice to be so around people and even the nicer oh bit for me was that for three days yes i was like <laughs> usually hallelujah. usually it's one day and it's still good <laughs> it's still fantastic but three days solid i know <laughs> it was that was like you know when you you know when they cook at home and you eat and eat and eat yes. and eat and, yes. ah, and you're full and no no bring more money. yeah more 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 <laughs> i mean on monday the monday after the weekend i was so tired yeah. but i was still so Honestly, buzzed but yeah i wanted to keep going <laughs> yeah yeah it was so good great right? feeling like, yeah and, and so that's why i tell people that so if that was your wish and you were hoping they should book you and no one is doing it just just do that collaborate yeah. and talk to you know yeah. like I, I have ongoing conversations with so many other creatives through ig and they've got their own set skills and, yeah and we're just even just talking and that yes know, and that, it, exactly it, it helps yeah i tell people to, if they can't collaborate it's a, it's a good i think it's good you know i there's someone there's a photographer called lee howell that he's taken my pictures a couple of times he's a walking he's got his own studio he does mm-hmm. that but the times when he's doing now um, he might put a post up because I, I do a bit of modeling, but I don't call myself a model. I call myself a model because I'm not a model. A model is a point. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always done it because one day someone did it years and years ago. Someone thought I should become a model and then I liked it. But the reason I do it also is um, apart from that, I like maybe I've got a bit of a show off of me. I don't know. Or a little bit of being fake. I don't know. But the reason I also like doing this because as a photographer, it helps me remember what it feels gets me in touch with what the person opposite the camera is feeling yeah because it's very easy to only constantly always take pictures and then when you want to direct people for a shoot and say some people will be there especially if they're not professional models a professional mm-hmm. model i must say they don't have off days but literally when they come into the studio you can tell them this is what i want this is what i want and they'll just come in front of your camera yeah done but i like as much as i like working with professional models because that means your level is going up and up. Yeah. I like generally working with non-professional models, people that mm. are not models. I actually approach people and say, do you want to? And they go, oh, I'm not a model, I'm not this. And I, and I like going through the process of when I put them in front of the camera and I direct them, do this, do that. I like that process. And the change in them half an hour after on set, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you know some clients, when they get in touch with me, especially a lot of lady clients get in touch with me and go, oh, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm this and that. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, look, I've got a process and I'll show you the process. Um, and then when, when they go through that process, I like the change in them. But I like to be in front of the camera, even if it's once every five, six months, to remember the, the feel of True. how it feels to be. So a lot of other photographers, this Lee Howard guy, once every so often, he might put a post on looking for models. Mm-hmm. I'll just send him a message. Yo, I'm free on that day. Maybe I'll mm. come down. And the pictures it takes are really good pictures. And I'm also on the book of some other guys. They pay me, actually. They do mm. workshops. Um, um, Trevor and Faye, um, outside Edinburgh. And the, the, the great granddad set up this photography thing. So it's been going on 100 years, and they've got style. And the first time, I, how was it them that, I, I think they approached me. 
And then they told me, oh, we'll pay you as well. I was like, oh, okay. Happy so, days. Yeah. So I go like, I mean, obviously I've not been since the lockdown, but maybe three times a year. And it's a workshop. So they get, or they do workshops for photographers that admire what they do. And mm. their passion. They're just, they're not professional photographers. Maybe one or two are. But it's all these corporate people that have got the money and they go and buy the biggest gadgets. The corporate yeah. guys will just go and buy the best camera and this. Mm. And they do workshops for them. And then they need people in the workshop to stand in front of them. Yeah. And their simplicity, you know. So when I stand in front of the camera, it, because a lot of photog- I've got saying, don't trust a DJ that can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> or doesn't dance. <laughs> you know, at least a head nod. Like, I don't mean he has to, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, and a lot of photographers don't like their pictures being taken. A lot. Especially the old school ones. They hate it. And there's nothing wrong in that, you know. But what I want to know, I want to remember what it feels like. To, so that when I'm directing you, if you're, if it's a difficult client, I can remember how it feels, you know, the nerves, the this, you yeah. know. So it's always good to still put yourself in that. Yeah, totally. In that thing. So yeah, collaborate, do it. You get, there's lots of good that you get out of it. So all the listeners have, have just received uh, free mentoring. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so I wish you, I could hear this back, but I don't <laughs> hear my voice. So. <laughs> so if you listen to this episode, you are welcome, okay, <laughs> for the free mentoring by Jamal. <laughs> but really, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks it's been me. so amazing. I've had a good time, yeah. You know, you impart great knowledge. And I think you really are a trailblazer for other photographers <laughs> and creatives. So, Oof. yeah. It's okay. cool. It's cool to be in your presence. It's an <laughs> well, honor to be you. in your presence. Well, thank you. So, it's likewise. Likewise. And where yeah. can people find you on socials? Papa J gone. A lot of people, I like how people are, when they say, they say what? I go Papa J gone. They go Papa John. Papa, and they go Papa, uh, Papa John. But it's P-P-A-J gone. Um, yeah, the gone is because, um, so people always call me Papa J. The J obviously Jamal because I yeah. hats from when I was young. Actually, some people used to call me Kapu. Some call me Kapu. And then, you know when the internet first came out? in the 90s well yeah mid 90s and i wanted to every time i wanted to register email just email because mm. you know when the internet first came out email was big <laughs> like now yes. email, email felt like doing something and every time i put papa j it's taken it's taken and they'll put numbers i'm like oh god i don't want that uh, I don't right want that. So like, what can i add to it and if you support arsenal you're called a gunner okay right? you can be spelled in two ways g-o-o-n-e-r or g-u-n-n-e-r so I don't know. I was in the internet cafe and I don't know why I thought, but I went. I can't say Papa J Guna is so long. And for some reason, I just went. Oh, just choose the G U N. Mm. And I added it to it, and to me then it made sense. I just went Papa J Gone. Okay. And there's so many years. Later, yeah. I was actually wanting to ask you where <laughs> yeah, the name that's came how I from. Papa J Gone. And now it's so, just kind of yeah, stuck. Yeah. So if anyone, if you're looking for me on, yeah, I mean obviously you can type my name, but Papa J Gone, on all the social medias and. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've even got Snapchat and I don't use I've never used it. <laughs> Just because I'm like, okay then. No way, I've got it for a brand, my brand, not for me, for one of my brands. But yeah, I'm on tweet I'm on all the social media platforms. Instagram, yeah, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. LinkedIn and all that. Yeah. Papa Dragon and you find me. Yeah. You heard it here. Well thank you so much for being on the show today. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Be United podcast. Find us on Instagram at at Be United World 
And you can follow me, Inga Dale, at at Spoken by Inga on Instagram. Be inspired, be connected, be united. <laughs>